Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Spiritual Rebels and Misfits podcast. We are really excited that you're here to get weird with us. <laughs> and we're going to have all kinds of, you know, absurd ideas playing around with magnificent guests. And we're just going to go to places you always wanted to go. But, you know, you can tell mom and dad how you felt about aliens, about channeling. You couldn't say fuck. I'm Ashley Bradley. I am a mom. I am an intuitive business coach. I'm a business psychic and a channel. And I am James Lester. I am an open homosexual. I'm a speaker, a writer. I am a member of the recovery community, and I am a queer activist. And after you listen today, we would love it if you would follow us in one of the podcast places, Spotify, Apple, just to name a few. Subscribe, leave us a review. It helps new people find what we've created. And we thank you for listening. Let's do this. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello, (laughs) hello. So today, (laughs) why can't we keep it together? Why can't we just be like the people that can not crack up at the beginning of podcasts? That's not us. It's not what people want from us, not what people expect from us, and we're not able they to just produce. They want us to just laugh <laughs> like, randomly. Yeah. Like at the beginning before we talk. Yeah, I refuse to tamper Drop a one if you like our laughing uh, uncontrollably. Or two if you could do without it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so last week we were in Sedona, mm. and I was thinking how it was kind of nice how that lined up right before 11 11, mm-hmm. which apparently, because you know, most people know it's like, oh, it's the most powerful manifesting day of the year. But I was reading that it was the most powerful manifesting day of the century. Did you know that? Well, fuck. Did you feel like you underprepared? I mean, I... I always underprepare for that shit. I'm not going to lie. Even though, like, I really, truly, like, all moon magic and all that stuff really vibrates with me. And I believe it. Like, I fucking full moons, I always blow it. Like... 11 11 blow it every year i'm not gonna lie but like (laughs) yesterday i was really trying to like watch like my vibrational patterns and such and then like when i stopped trying to have such a tight harness on it i was able to be at peace and really feel like i just was in the flow yeah so but i blow it every every fucking year every moon i mean we gotta we just came from sedona though so can't that kind of carry over in the shot is that what we're hoping So, so. what do you think of our trip to Sedona this this go around? I think that for me, like Sedona is always beautiful, and I feel called back to it. Mm -hmm. And I always know that like the majority of like the magic and sort of like the shifts come in the months after. Mm. So it's kind of like it's beautiful. It's glorious. It's not like I had any kind of like crazy like experience where you know that the experiences that well we did see a really cool shooting star when we were doing ce5 or maybe maybe something else but i think we do need to as we mentioned ce5 we need to kind of because i want to get everyone prepared when we actually talk about ce5 yeah, do you know what ce5 is that's our drop question. a one if you drop know what ce5 is drop a two if you're like what the fuck is that drop a three if you're stoned and you don't give a shit either way We'll wait. <laughs> so do you want to explain what CE5 is? Because we, we are going to be, we're, our intention for this season, we want to find the right guests. But it, actually even Patty will probably start to dive into some of this today. Uh, but we 
really want to go extraterrestrial, extra dimensional, mm -hmm. uh, starseed, galactic, into those regions. And so CE5 is related to that. Mm -hmm. And the CE5 stands for what? You're going to put it on me yeah. like that? Like I was just said to be the expert. Close I encounters of the fifth kind, right? Okay. You do. You introduce me to all this stuff. You know your shit. Well, I, I don't and I do to what the fuck <laughs> so ce5 is close encounters of the fifth uh kind and there is like a, a documentary that uh kind of explains it more uh dr greer, greer yeah. yeah a lot of people that are really into understanding their like the galactic community like they have a lot of feelings about like greer and mm -hmm. i understand both sides of it but i just as it said in in the program that I work of sobriety, like take what you need, leave the rest behind. And I think that he believe, brings a lot to the table. So CE5, the intention behind it is to really connect with other humans on earth that really want to make contact with our galactic brothers and sisters mm -hmm. and really meditate and harness that energy as one mm -hmm. and be an allowance for that contact and be welcoming for that contact. And the meditation we do, like honestly, out regardless of it being part of like us wanting to make contact, I just love it because it's so peaceful and the wordage to it is so beautiful. So yeah, it, it's definitely something we want to talk on the podcast about and maybe have people that are more experienced than you and I that can tell us about their experiences. Yeah, we're definitely going to dive into that. I know that um, because we've referenced and we're referencing CE5, I think we just wanted you to know a little bit about what it was, but it is like a, it's like a, a protocol and there's an app uh, you could, I want to say the unacknowledged uh, documentary mm -hmm. that Stephen Greer does is a really good one that talks about it, but it's supposed to be humans like basically reaching out to other beings in peaceful contact. And when we got back from Sedona, by the way, I was like tuning in and I was like, what more do they need from us to like fucking show up and materialize in front of us? And that there are a lot of, um, that sometimes like, with uh, Galactic Federation, I'd love to bring in someone that can speak more to the Galactic mm -hmm. Federation, but my understanding is that there's a lot of guidelines and it's not like this big free for all where everyone can just be like, road trip to Earth, like, let's go. So they have to like get like a day pass <laughs> to come visit? Or? Well, I think that there's like timing in terms of like when, you know, is that experience going to be right for this individual? Like, is this going to be the right time for them to have? Um, you know, a greater understanding of this? Like, are, you know, I feel like there's so many factors but i do feel like the whole intention of the ce5 process is so that the galactic uh community can basically get us out of the kitty table right <laughs> of feeling like we're not just like sorry i was, <laughs> was making a comment close encounters the this kind thank you thank you we covered that shit already um <laughs> but yeah but what I, I i'm reading this book called making contact and it's really blowing my mind because they go about it in all the different ways how important this is not only um about how it's imperative to really pretty much save earth that we do make this contact because we're basically killing the planet i think that's not a shock for anyone mm -hmm. and how it's really important that we do make contact with other beings that are out there that are far more advanced because we're kind of it's kind of an sos we're kind of fucked mm -hmm. and the spiritual enlightenment and like getting to that next level but uh they were talking about that every sighting that we have here on earth is planned and is purposeful there's no mistake by it so i think that yeah. does line with what you're saying. yeah so yeah. like they are every person that sees something is planned out it's not by accident yeah you know and my understanding is it's very painful for beings that are of a higher 
like vibrational frequency to come into like this 3D dense energy. And that just as much as like here, right? Like we're sort of like trying to get people like on board with being open-minded to things. Like there's a lot of things there where they're trying to get people to be open-minded enough to kind of take that personal risk. Like it's a sacrifice really for those beings. It's very uncomfortable for them to do that, you know? Well, well I mean, think about it. Like even here on earth, like is as we each do our own spiritual work and our own inner work, when you're around other people that haven't, how that can even feel painful. So mm-hmm. like, then you have these beings that are far more advanced than us that like are just like literally light years ahead of us. Yeah. So to come into our vibrational field, they're probably like, probably hung over the next day. Like what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you people? So I totally get that. Should we talk about yeah, what like, we're diving into today? Yeah. So this is the second time I want to say it was like, Maybe episode 25, 27, 20-something in there where we started to talk about near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is near and dear to your heart. Mm -hmm. For anyone, you want to give like an abbreviated version of how this is connected for you? Yeah, God, I mean, I feel like I I wear out my welcome with talking about this story. But yeah, a little shy of five years ago, I I did have death experience of my own where uh, it it was a home invasion and you know i don't some of the details have come more and more clear as time goes on my brain's allowing me to process more and more of it but ultimately someone did beat me and leave me for dead and you know it was a very life changing thing a spiritually changing thing that ultimately put me on the path to recovery and sobriety so it really saved my life but, you know, I'm really interested to talk to Patty because like some of it, like it becomes more and more clear. And I think that my soul is ready to embrace more of it as time goes on. Mm-hmm. And also like, but then a, a part of me like doesn't want to, I don't want it to be my defining moment either, you know, even though it was pretty big. Yeah. So yeah, I, I did have my own death experience. So I'm always interested to hear other people's, what happened to them during that time of not being technically alive. And I know Patty has quite the extraordinary story. And I know that she came back with some abilities now. Yeah. Super stoked to hear about, you know, what she saw and witnessed and, you know, what she came back to life with. Yeah. Yes. The episode that we did um, last year on near death experiences was a like a childhood near-death experience mm-hmm. with Susan Grau, who was our guest. Amazing. And we got to have Susan Grau back. Yeah, yeah. She Her story was really amazing. And so with, with Patty as well, like, we, we really like this topic. And I also think it's really interesting when we dive in and we hear, like, the differences, the similarities, because there's usually a lot of crossover of what people experience on the other side. And so I think that it's... Um, going to be cool just to dive into that with with patty what happened afterwards what shifted for her afterwards so we're going to pull patty in and we'll let her share that with all of us hi patty hi today <laughs> fighting a sinus headache <laughs> well you look amazing uh, thank you um Okay, so you just want me to dive into it, right? Okay, well, so let's talk about yeah, just kind of like leading up or like where life was okay. at maybe before the the near death experience. Well, I mean, as a kid, I always knew that there, I had something that was not normal because <laughs> I could see and hear and just all sorts of stuff. But anyway, 
Um, I was a nurse at, at, at uh, one point in my life, um, and it was in 2012 that I was um, in Houston, and I had severely disconnected from my family. Another story it was just me. Um, so anyway, long story short, um, I was physically attacked and um, stabbed. And I remember that it felt like a uh, fire in my body. And I remember that somebody got on top of me and pressed me. Long story short, I was in an ambulance. And next thing I know, I was standing next to myself. And the paramedic removed the person that was putting pressure on me and stuck his finger in the hole. And when he did that, um, I remember I instantly floated. And I felt a presence next to me. And it turned out to be a family member um, who had taken his own life uh, because he was part of the LGBT community and he was rejected. He was there to welcome me. Um, but to me, it was not a long tunnel. It wasn't like a light. It was just one minute I'm here, next minute I'm in a room, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm standing there with my family member and he was talking to me mentally. And I was in a room and that had 14 windows. I remember because each window was arched. And in each window, you could see a different scene, right? Nature, waterfalls, trees, a city. And then to the left of me, there was another arched doorway and there was a being that looked like when you look through water, right? And it looks kind of like um, iridescent. That's what the person looked like to me. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a God, Jesus believer, angels, all of that. But I also believe in the universe more so after what I'm fixing to show you. So I was standing there and I remember I felt like I'm home. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. I wanted to go here, wanted to go there. And I remember I was turned this way. And when I was turned this way, the wall went away and we were in like, um, I guess you can say we were, I guess, on Earth, on the top of Earth. But there was cords. This is what really I'll never forget it. Because there was like these magical cords, like these really thick cords about thick and full of light. And they were connected to this planet, this earth that we were on. And they were going to other planets. And every planet, there was different colors. And I could go and physically see them. And there was different beings, higher levels of us, um, different looking people, different colors. Some were hairless, some were rainbow, some were, I was just everywhere, but it was like an instant, bam, bam, bam. I was there. And to me that all that secured my doubt that there was, is there really life, you know, on other planets? Is there's really a dimension because I was brought up strict Catholic, right? Which I'm no longer, I am non-denominational. And I always thought that, you know, it was all about that. And it's only God, mm -hmm. only God, only God. Well, that was one of the revelations I received up there was that we are very much connected to other dimensions. We are very much in tune with the other people, other beings. Granted, there are other places where we are um, higher levels of ourselves, which is where mm -hmm. I say Ashley is from and that she's very much connected to very multi-dimensional areas. But, you know, that's another story in itself. But, um, yeah, I was shown that. And also when I when I was brought back, I remember that. I have the answer to this question and now I know why they would tell me that I would know when to answer it as far as when it's appropriate and why we can't see them is because we're not looking. And mm -hmm. it's, it's like this, it's because we're not looking because, um, it all makes sense. Now I didn't know I was going to be in this podcast years from now, but I was told to say specifically it's because you're not looking. So, what I mean by you're not looking is that we are so in very much in the world because for a lot of us, this is it. 
right? There's some of us that are multidimensional. There's some of us that are not. There's some of us, and this was the other things that were shown to me there. There's people that come from the elemental world. There's people that come from angel lineage. There's people that come from the magical lineage. I mean, we're not just us. You understand? So just like you get a DNA to find out what culture, what race, whatever you're from, it would be cool if we had a, you know, a right? DNA test to find out where you come from, right? Right. Yeah. Like I know for you, Ashley, you are part human, but a big part of you is multidimensional as well as, as uh, Jason, right? But that's another story. We'll get there. But anyway, so when I saw those those planets and I'll never forget one that was so weirdly shaped. It was shaped like in a, in a, in a cone like this. And then it went down like this and then it opened up in the middle and these people just immediately came and they stood in front of me and they were hairless. But what was weird is they had like these really short arms, like just really mm -hmm. short arms. And they told me that, the reason why they're like that is because they're teaching us how to move things with our minds. They are able to move things with their minds. They're able to just pick something up without using their arms. So their arms are basically useless because they do not anything, everything with this. So what they were teaching me there in that part was that um, we have such powerful minds that we just don't know it. Like literally we haven't tapped into our source mind. So that's another thing. Like I was just shown so much that it was overwhelming to me to finally see that it all makes sense, that we're all connected, that we're all part of the universe. So after that, um, I'll never forget it, that when he, when I turned to my family member and I said, is this, is this all? And he said, no, pay attention to when you have to say it's because we're not looking. So I'm saying this to get to where I'm going to get to. Before these beings come to see us on the earth. This is something that they showed me. You will either hear a loud bang straight up. You will hear a loud bang. That is immediately the portal opening. And I know a lot of you have heard this loud bang and you go outside and you're like, what is that? You hear something weird, right? Mm -hmm. That's a big indicator that they've come in to your dimension. Mm -hmm. Another one is when you get sleep paralysis, don't be afraid of it because that is when you, most of the time, they are in the room. They are there with you when we get sleep paralysis. Granted, there's some sleep paralysis where people like me get to see the negative part, but that's something we're not going to dive into today because that's not what we're talking about. But for some of us, when you're doing your sleep paralysis, it's, it's really scary. But if we learn to not fear it so much and just open our minds, just work with, see, they, there's a reason why they paralyze you so that you can work with the mind and just focus mm -hmm. on, okay, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be afraid. Right. And they'll show themselves to you. It happened to me once after just once after that, during a sleep paralysis moment where I was babysitting my nephew and I heard that loud bang really loud. And I went outside and I went to look behind the gate and I couldn't see anything. Cause you know, they're not gonna come in a big spaceship where you can see it, you know, they, they come very incognito. So I remember I went to sleep and I woke up and I looked to the left and there was an iridescent being. And I remember he put his hands on my head and I was trying not to be scared, right? Because who the hell wakes up to something like that, right? And it's scary <laughs> as hell. And he told me that um, he was imparting the last of my gifts. And I was like, okay, what the hell is this guy talking about? Did I drink? But I don't drink because I've been in recovery too for 20, 29 years. Okay. 
Um, so, okay, going back to that, the thing is, is that where we are right now and what I've been told by all my downloads and what I've been through, okay. So anyway, I'm sorry, I'm just jumping ahead because there's so much to say. Yeah. Anyway, so when I was shown those cords and I was shown all these, not everybody belongs to the same dimension. People that are star seeds or gal um, what did you say, ga from people from other galaxies, other dimensions, not everybody belongs to each different one. There's like one person belongs to one, another person belongs to another. There's very few people who are multi-dimensional, which is Ashley, which is weird that I ran into you. But there's very there's only a, a certain amount of people that are multidimensional because you guys you will know when it's time when you will get together and to help humanity. There's a reason why because one dimension is for one person for one particular reason. That's why you have people that are that are dimensional, right? That do medical, that do all this breakthrough science, that do all this breakthrough technology, that this all this great stuff. And then you have teachers who are learning new ways to teach and 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 housewives who are learning new ways to raise their children smarter. So now <laughs> that's another thing that I was shown. Now, after all of that, I realized that um I wasn't going to be allowed to stay there. Like I wanted to stay there, but I wasn't allowed to leave the room. Okay. I'm going to tell you something. And this is, this might trip you guys out, but I was allowed to see angels. Um, they did not come into the room, but they were standing outside of a certain window with the waterfall. They are not pretty. So we need to get out of the image that these angels are all glorious. <laughs> They're not, they are huge. And some of them have a lot of eyes. Some of them uh, don't. Some of them have long faces. Some of them don't. Um, some of them are little. Some of them are big. But this cherub nonsense and this cloaked white, you know, beautiful, that's not exactly what. Granted, um, some of them will look like that to certain people only because that's not what you can tolerate, right? Yeah. Because they don't want to scare you. But for me, they have no holds barred. Like I was petrified. <laughs> I was like, hello, I'm, I'm I'm a little scared. They didn't care. They're like, this is who we are. I was shown the reality, okay, of what it was about. And I was like, golly, that's just that's just really what happened to the cherub and the little arrow and the but no, that's not. Mm -mm. Do you want to talk about your gifts opening up, Patty? Like uh, what yeah. happened after? Okay. okay, so after that, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going way out there. So after that, <laughs> after that, I had a conclusion with the fact that they were telling me that there were certain things that I was going to know what to do, when to do it, and with who to do it, okay? So I woke up in the hospital three days later. I had been in a coma for three days. To me, it seemed like I was just there for a short period of time, but there is no time over there, okay? There's no time. There's no concept of time. There's no night, no nothing. It's just daylight. But when I came back, I remember I opened my eyes and I saw the nurse, the doctor, and like four other people and i remember I, I immediately went that way and i was talking to them and they were telling me who are you talking to like we're over here and i'm like no they're right there turned out that those people were my spirit guides mm. and they were telling me that from now on i was going to be able to see hear feel um know be a harder empath be able to lay hands on people and impart energy um, be able to dream, be able to answer people, be able to just look at somebody's picture and be able to tell you 
from the get-go and what you need to hear. So now I've developed an immediate connection to the other side. So like if I just immediately look at you, bam, I'm there. It's like my mind goes to where I was and they immediately pop up in my spiritual line of vision and they tell me what it is. And I'm going to tell you, please stop trying to put names on your spirit guides because they don't like to be put names on simply because some of them have not been on the earth yet. Some of them were, some of them aren't. So they don't like to be uh, put names on because it, it makes it too, um, how can I put it to you? They don't want you to focus on the name. They want you to focus on the connection. So if yeah, anything that you about that a little bit, that like, yeah. you, usually they don't care, right? That they're just like, what do you want to call me? That like, they people feel like there's like a correct answer with, with the name. And so I think that you were confirming that like, it's just, it's a human construct. Yeah. It's right? a human thing. It's a human concept. In other words, where we are now and how we have shifted and because we all went through a massive shift, that's why a lot of us are waking up. A lot of us are going, knowing a lot more is pretty much we've got to start working with this, with our mind and what we feel in spirit and what we feel, what we feel because we're energy, right? We're hundred percent mm. energy. So we all should just start trying to focus on, right? what we feel and to practice with our mind because if we only tapped into that source and that power in our brain we could actually do so much you could literally move stuff with your brain if you tried it but you just have to get rid of the human part it's hard but it starts with individual you got to work individually you got to forgive that's one of the main things i forgot to mention please guys if there's anything that you need to know that i was told from the other side was forgive it doesn't matter. You don't have to call these people and say, hey, I forgive you. You forgive for yourself, not for them. Because believe it or not, forgiveness, um, unforgiveness, anger, and fear will completely block you and it'll keep you from moving ahead. That's why a lot of us get to a point where we feel like we're not advancing, we get stagnant. That's usually their sign to let you know that you there's some issues that you need to work on. So you just ask, hey, hey, I need my help, guides. Where are you guys at? I need help. That first answer you get in your head, that's usually the answer. I so, love that. So yeah. Patty, can, can I ask you real quick, now that we're at this part of the story, how was it to adjust coming back from that? I mean, not only physically, because you were stabbed, but to awaken and have this sudden connection and how do people around you acclimate to that? Um, well, my kids hated it at first because I was just <laughs> telling everybody like you, you, you. <laughs> I had, you all know I talk a lot. I had no filter. It was just blah, it was just coming out of me. <laughs> I couldn't help it. And so I had to train myself to shut up and listen and, and, and listen to what they were saying. Cause some people aren't ready to hear. Some people don't want to hear you understand. So I had to learn to feel that energy off of people. Right. Number one, mm -hmm. number two, I went through a really hard depression after I came back and PTSD because it's not pretty. Some of us, um, I had a lot of physical pain. I didn't want to be here. Um, who the hell would after saying something like that and feeling like you finally are where you belong, right? Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to be here. I went through, um, I almost had a relapse. I, I went through a lot. I really did. But then I started thinking, well, I have a mission. I have a purpose. I have to raise my children this way because I wasn't raised that way. If my mother only knew, I wouldn't have gone through all the hell I went through as a teen and as a kid if she only knew I had gifts, right? So now I'm able to spot it in other people's children and tell them, look, no, your kid isn't bipolar, nuts, crazy. It's because I'm feeling this. Please doesn't negate you from taking your children to get examined.
But if you're having thoughts or concerns, pay attention to your mom gut instinct and you'll know something, something different, something's different. Yeah. Right. So it, it's, it's been an adjustment, but every day gets better. Yeah. I love that. So can I ask you real quick, this family member of yours, were you close to this person? And uh, since then, do you still sense this person around you? Has this been one of your guiding um, voices now? No. His okay. only his his only role was for me to have a familiar face. Um, he's he's pretty much chosen to to stay where he's at and be happy. And I have my guide. So I mean, if I wanted to talk to him, I'm sure I could. But I have a real hard time connecting with him simply because he just doesn't want to. He doesn't want to know anything about the world. Some souls don't. Some souls are done. They don't want to know anything. They they want to go help and do and raise whatever they need to do on the other side. They're going to do it. And not all of them are always going to be here. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, I've connected with him a few times, but it's like very quick. He just doesn't doesn't really want to deal. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, um, he's over it. When well, like you were it, saying, like you saw where you came from and where you belong. So he's like, girl, I'm happy over here. Like what you need. And he goes back. Like, yeah. Like, like, you have your guides. Why are you bugging me? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and it's been an adjustment because my dreams are a lot more vivid. Um, things are always being moved when I'm not paying attention. My, my stuff gets moved. And I was told that I'm subconsciously doing that myself now because I've been practicing on moving stuff and harnessing. Yeah, like I, I will go somewhere and I'm like, I'm remembering that I left it here. I'll come back. And then in my mind, I'm somewhere else thinking, I wonder, wouldn't it be cool if it was like moved this other way? And then I'll come back and it'll be on the other side where I thought in my mind. So I think now I'm uh, elevating to the point where I'm, I'm starting to be able to move stuff. But I've only I could do it while I'm looking at the stuff. But it's fun to practice. I mean, we all can. Everybody has an ability. You just need to tap into yours. That's I'm it. And once you tap into yours, yeah, you'll get it. We've talked a little bit about how you haven't been on a podcast before. You haven't really shared the story yeah, you guys super publicly until you more popped recently. my cherry. I'm 49. I am not very tech savvy and I've kept these things to myself because um uh, I was very fearful of the judgment and the people thinking that, you know, this girl's nuts or whatever. Where I come from, the culture where I come from, they don't believe in dimensions and they really don't. It's very rare. Um, they, it's a lot of different Hispanic culture type of thing. So I deal with my people locally the way that my guides tell me that each one can handle because I work on an individual basis. I don't generalize everybody because I'm... I will be robbing somebody of their message. You know what I'm saying? If I work with too many people at the same time, granted, I, I could do this type of thing, but I, I can only work on a one-to-one. -one. If I'm really going to help you, then it's a one-to-one. -one. Yeah. Cause that's how the other side told me I had to do it. They're like, sorry, you know, you have to, you have to work with them one-on-one -on -one. because when I tune in, I don't just tune into uh, one angel. <laughs> I'll tune into your guides whatever other dimensions needs to get a hold of you if they do your elemental side if you have one your angelic lineage whatever comes with you is what i connect to and it's like literally bam right there and that's why i only comment on certain things on TikTok very rarely because i'm afraid that you know only certain people can handle it right now i'm told every single thing i post i'm told what to say who to say it to 
that type of thing. So if to answer your question, Jason, I live with a constant instruction in my head. It's like I have a teacher in my head 24-7. Don't say that. Yes, say that. Don't do this. Do that constantly because I accepted this role of helping people. So I got to take the constructive criticism that comes with it. Yeah. So you it's a struggle, but I have to do it. You got a sponsor inside your head, girl. I was going to ask you, because yeah. you mentioned that the kickoff that like you're a very Christ driven woman and a lot of people, you know, because there's such narrow minded people, unfortunately in religion feel mm -hmm. that they can't believe in all this and maintain a relationship with, you know, Jesus Christ or whatever the religious affiliation is. So yeah. how have you come to terms with that? Um, you can, you absolutely can, because the way that I see it in my mind is um, God made the universe. This is my opinion. This is how mm -hmm. I feel. Okay. Not everybody believes it, but that's okay. Cause I saw the person that I saw in the iridescent shape. That was Jesus to me. Okay. Basically when we pass away, we are giving what we, we are given what we believed in life. That's the way it is. So if you believe that you come from a universe that was this, that, and the other, that's what you'll get plain and simple. But um, the way that I look at it and to answer your question is uh, it affects me in a certain way because I, I know what I saw, but I also know that I was shown that we are very much indeed connected to the universe and we are very much indeed connected to other dimensions. Those cords were the most beautiful glowing things I've ever seen in my life. I don't think I would have been shown that, shown that if that wasn't so. And I can tell you, I was flatline gone they were doing paddles on me. They told me, we don't even know how you came back after eight minutes. Gone. So it wasn't like they say, oh, it was just your neurons misfiring. No, I was gone. And I was shown that we are all connected. So the way that I was told is that the spiritual side, they're very gentle with people. They're very, they're gentlemen. They're ladies. They're not going to impose on you something that you don't want. So what I've had to do is I will always ask people, okay, what is your fundamental belief? What is it that gets you going? Is it God, Jesus, the universe? And whatever it is that they believe is where I tap into. Because I'm not going to sit there and I'm going to tell you, look, my core belief is Jesus and God. That's what gets me through the day. Mm -hmm. But that may not work for you. So who am I to impose that onto you? Right? I'm, my job is just to plant the seed to tell you this is what your belief is telling you. This is what the people that are on your side are telling you. It's up to you to do it. That's That's all I do. Yeah. I love that. And Patty, for me, you know, because, you know, program and being in recovery, you do find a connection to your higher power. And it kind of trips me out that some people, when they like hear that I'm in the universe and I truly believe in otherworldly beings, they think that's ungodly. But for me, it's an expansion of God. It's a exactly. like, you know, if you really believe in God, God is so capable of making so many amazing things and not just, yeah. you know, item one, item two, item three. And so for me, like, believing in other beings being out there and galactic brothers and sisters is an expansion, not a limitation of God. Exactly. And, and let me tell you one of the, I, I can't believe I almost forgot this. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm my, sorry, Lord, the 49 year old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the Bible, this is something that I was told. I can't believe I forgot it. I was told one of the most important things that I'll never forget. I was told, um, the, the humans are focusing way too much on a book mm. that was changed very much by man. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Okay. 
very, very much. And that instead of focusing on why Jesus came, whether you believe in him or not, there was a man that was still crucified. Whether you believe he was the son of God or whatever, there was a man who was still crucified. And it's been proven in the Codex Bible that's in Rome. It's there. Now, um, a lot of people take this book and throw it at you and say, it's. it says here in the book, and I cannot stand that. And I'm mm. like, get that book out of my face because that's <laughs> not what it is. And unless Jesus Christ said it himself to me or said mm -hmm. it himself in the Bible, which by then I still kind of don't believe it, don't tell me that. That's the okay. problem is that everybody's too focused on the words and not focused on the fact that we are here to encourage and build each other up and not yeah. judge you for whom you love, not judge you for where you work, not judge you for what you look like. It's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Now, I was told because my family member was part of the LGBTQIA community, Y'all, you know what people say about that, right? Some people, it's a sin, it's abomination. Come on now. It, it, it is so, so wrong. And I and every time I hear that, I just want to throw the Bible at their face because it's not <laughs> right. They are born that way. People in that, they are born that way. And they were born that way to see the character of your heart, to see if you're going to love this person, regardless whether they are different than you, regardless if you like what they do, don't do, or if they live by your standards. They were made that way to see who your heart truly is, because I know where I'm going to go when I die. Right. And I and when I'm asked the question, what did you do with the life I gave you? I certainly don't want to say, well, I followed this book and I did exactly what the book said. Yeah, that's not that's, what I want. That's the thing that got me like on TikTok. Someone commented on that same post that I met you on, actually, and he was quoting Ezekiel to me and I was like Ezekiel was a prophet so I don't know who made it so that only male channels can tap into the <laughs> fucking divine and share some wisdom but I just feel like it's very interesting because I have seen people on clubhouse and things like that that are being called prophets who are essentially male channels that are speaking sort of within you know religious terms right. but it's really you know, was interesting that there was a lot of there was a lot of prophets in the Bible. There was a lot of prophets. There was a lot of divination. There was a lot of uh, you know, like the 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 priests used to have to go through this major ritual before they even went into the temple of God because if they weren't pure, they would die. You know, mm -hmm. so there was a lot of rituals. There was a lot of uh, practices, and so people that do that today, they're judged because they do their rituals and their practices and. But they did it in the Bible. So don't be judged. You know what I'm saying? And the, the what you're saying as far as the women, women were pushed back in the Bible because men were the predominant stronger mm -hmm. race. So they say, but we also have to remember that the people that wrote those books were men. Every mm -hmm. single one <laughs> were men. Okay. Yeah. And, and here's another thing. In 1946, and they're making a movie of it, the Bible was changed from pedophilia to homosexuality. It is proven, mm -hmm. and so people just see. That's what I'm saying. This Bible has been changed to fit the norm for mm -hmm. people that are all about the book. They're forgetting right. that it should be about the heart, and that's yeah. that's pretty much what I'm gonna. Say. But yeah, I was told specifically that we are following too much what a book says and not what our heart says. We we are made. You know, we are made from energy for a reason. We are made this way for a reason. So we should be tapping into our spirit because when we die, we leave this body, right? The body stays behind. We leave, our spirit leaves. So why can't we just be running around with our spirit 
led life versus our I'm going to be 60 pounds looking and wearing a size two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's try and eat with this in our hearts and see if that doesn't make a difference. Patty, you've hit on so many amazing things tonight. It's so extraordinary. This is your first Thank podcast you. because people need to hear <laughs> more people like you speaking from heart and soul. So where yeah. can people reach you now that want to really connect with you, get a reading from um, you? Are you stepping well, fully well, into that role yet? Yeah, yeah, um, it's time. It's time. I can do um, email or we can do direct self. I mean, that's okay. um, like I said, I'm 49. I don't have like the high context stuff that you guys do. So I don't know. Uh, if you want email. TikTok name, Patty? Yeah. It's, um, hold on, let me get it because I don't remember it. That's how bad it is. <laughs> I feel you on that. We'll also put okay. it. We'll put it in the show notes for people that are. Yeah, if you want to do that for me, yeah. because I'm, I'm like I said, I have really bad. It's a uh, Patty G seventy ISO, like so as in so, oh, S E W. Okay. okay, and then uh, the email. Do I do you type it in there? Or do you want me to give it to you? Or I can just give you my number. It really doesn't matter to me. <laughs> if you want to comment on the, uh, well, you're not on Facebook, are you? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Do you okay. want me to put it? Yeah, go ahead and put it in the comments, Patty, where you would like people to reach you. So just comment on the podcast. You'll you'll see the comment ability and just wherever people can reach you so they can further explore this with you. What's and, what, okay, but where do I find you on Facebook? <laughs> we'll send you the links afterwards. Or Thank people you. Can contact me. Yeah. If you can you can send me a message and I can um well I have to friend you first, right? Or something. I have to we, friend you we first. We got you covered. We got you. We got you. We got you, girl. Yeah. But Patty, thank, thank you. you so much for hanging out with us tonight. You definitely gave me a lot to ponder and think about. And I thank you. And I hope that we continue to explore your gifts because. Absolutely. Yeah. And thank you so much, love. Thank you, guys. Y'all have, have a good Bye. night. Bye. Bye. Did that get you excited? I, well, it did. I feel yeah. like it's a uh, culmination of everything we've been talking oh, about yeah. last right? year, this year, and it's all you know so, through someone that went to the other side. And I feel like Susan, like Grau, like a lot of the same experiences. I believe Susan Grau talked about like not wanting to come back as well, and like a lot of the stuff. Not wanting we, to come back. Yeah. A lot of wisdom. A lot of like people speaking to her about some things that she would need to remember. Like, I know she came back with a really big understanding about like, just like life and the dynamic and mm -hmm. how it works. And so um, it's, I, I just really love that Patty got to really um, sense and experience like the multidimensionality of everything, because I think that you don't hear every, I don't know that everyone would be ready for that kind of experience. You know what I mean? And, and I love how she mentioned like, well, some people are going to have different experiences yeah. when they die based on what their soul desires. And I'm like, that's a good point. Like, why wouldn't that be possible? Of course that's possible. You know? Yeah. So definitely it, I'm actually like in my head a lot right now thinking about a lot of what she had to say. So, but it was, it's like confirmation of a lot of things being discussed by multiple different guests on this, this show. And people we've encountered mm -hmm. so it feels good to you know feel like the things we've been diving into they all connect and they we're all one i just love that that the common reminder that we're all one man and when when someone else hurts we hurt and when someone else is doing well we do well we have to remember that and we're going to continue our exploration this evening of our favorite topic mm -hmm. <laughs> we're going to see the eternals and um 
the premise of that do you want to give like for anyone that doesn't know well i'm like not an official on it but like it <laughs> from what i take away from it it is partially anunnaki theory which is that we come from great beings and they have watched over us and they've loved us and you know they don't get involved with the majority of it if any of it because we have to you know it's free will and mm -hmm. we have to but i think that it is coming to almost a crisis point you know and i'm interested to see how marvel uses that kind of metaphor within the the mcu but like i think that's why we're getting more and more contact and confirmation because mm -hmm. we are at the either we're at that great crossroads we're either gonna awaken and really get to that next level or we're gonna collapse amongst ourselves and probably have to start anew but i'm really interested to watch this tonight next week we will probably be going Black, mm -hmm. right, for yes. a night or silent for uh, next Friday yeah. as we get into the holidays and we like really plan and, uh, and go through things. So next Friday, we will not be going live, but the following Friday, we should be back. So keep posted in the Facebook group. We'll be making announcements then. But I really loved Patty and I'm, I'm glad that we popped her cherry tonight. <laughs> it's been a while since it popped a cherry. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. Oh. We're going to... We're gonna get going. We're gonna enjoy our evening and our uh, our alien movie. And I'm excited to see what it is. I've been getting more into the Marvel movies because I think that everyone on Gaia talks about how Hollywood is used as a part of disclosure. Mm -hmm basically be getting humanity ready for more to be revealed to them. And so I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited to see what they're gonna talk about. So everyone have an amazing Thanksgiving. Like I, Thanksgiving is actually one of my favorite holidays cause like there's so much to be freaking grateful for. And I just love having meals with people that you consider family regardless if they're blood or not. Mm -hmm. And just leaning into the gratitude cause I think it's really, really powerful. And that's my two cents on holidays. I love it far more than Christmas cause it's just a time to really reflect and think about the harvest ahead. Everyone have a beautiful weekend. Love you all. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye everyone. <laughs>